and the kids go to bed. Her second book was a relation to like bring you closer and be like, are you in your heart? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Welcome to Coffee Confessions. As mothers, we know how hard it can be to explain deployment to little ones. That's why we created our own children's book, describing a tool near and dear to our hearts, a deployment wall. Kylie is inspired from our own family's deployment preparation, and we're confident she can help yours too. Order your copy of Kylie and the Deployment Wall on Amazon today. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy soon-to-be Thanksgiving. Um, lots of prayers to all the moms who are home with their kids this week, going crazy with them. I know we both are like, we love the breaks, but also it kind of can be challenging because it's like, how do we uh, how do we keep you entertained for a whole week when like <laughs> my job is still going on? I still have errands to run and all these things. It's so hard to be a mom, you guys. That's right. It's, it's, Hey, it's what I will say. I'm thankful for this week around the table. I'll be like, I'm so blessed to be a mother, (laughs) but you know, we love a theme at coffee and with Thanksgiving coming up this week, we wanted to tie in kind of that vulnerable vulnerability that we've been going through and sharing with you guys, but also tying that into some coffee motivation, like we always do. And so this week, we're going to talk to you guys about when God breaks your heart. Um, if you've been following us for a while, you know that we are deep rooted in our faith. We don't shy away from it. We talk to you guys about it. We never pressure or judge anybody who to join, to follow or anything like that, but we also will not keep our faith a secret. So there are moments and podcasts where we like to elaborate on just what a blessing it is to be a follower. And so, you know, or how we, hard it is or how yeah. hard it is. Um, before we started recording, we were kind of, we always say, what are we talking about this week? Like we know what we're <laughs> going to talk about, but we're like, okay, but what are we going to say? And as we were talking, um, we were just saying, you know, kind of like, there's a misconception that once you follow the Lord, that you're always going to have like this easy life or that hard times aren't going to arise. And it's kind of, you know, jarring sometimes as a Christian, you can be like, wait, no, like I follow Jesus. Like I didn't sign up for that Lord. Like this is supposed to be good. Like I'm saved. So like, save me from the drama, save me from the heartache, save me from the tears. But in reality, sometimes God uses those heartbreaks to get you from point A to point B. You can't get to the next step until you have sat with and endured that lesson that he is trying to teach you. And it's not always easy and not easy at all, (laughs) but so freaking uncomfortable. (laughs) It is, but it's something that you have to do. I think even too outside of just being a Christian, right? I think that I'm learning about critical thinking right now in school And, um, because I go to GCU, it's a Christian based school. And so one of our prompts this week was, or last week was how can you apply critical thinking and Christianity together? And somebody responded that he didn't think that you could mend the two. Like it's, you were supposed to go to critical thinking without biases and form your own judgment based off of facts and hearing other people's stories and things like that. 
But he said, as Christians, sometimes we're biased and we will go into it and be like, this is the way it's supposed to be X, Y, and Z. And so my rebuttal to him was, I understand where you're coming from, but don't you think that there's a little bit of maturity that goes into critical thinking, right? I know what the Bible says, but also I know how to be an empathetic and compassionate human. So while I might disagree with you, am I emotionally mature enough to use my critical thinking skills to say, I don't agree with that, but I respect that for you. And I think when you walk through a hard season of life, that's kind of a life lesson you learn. Even if you're not a Christian, you have to learn how to walk those seasons and be understanding that you don't get to the next step without going through those hard times. Yeah. Well, just understanding that it's um <clears throat> a season in general, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you're optimistic. It's like, no, but I know like life ain't going to suck forever. <laughs> like I yeah. got out, not like, you know, <laughs> I think you have that kind of like balance where when you go through a hard time, like my first reaction is to like have a meltdown and then like you're supposed to be flipping and go to Jesus, but you know, and go to Jesus with my meltdown. Um, but you're kind of stuck in that position where it's like, why me? Like mm-hmm. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Like why me? I'm involved in the church. I minister to my children. I minister to coffee. Like I'm not, you know, like I'm not Paul and I'm not denying you three times. Like why me? You know, yeah. but it's you know you have to remember like he does test your faith he does you have free will you know you're allowed to make those choices and maybe that's not the choice he would have made for you or made for somebody else but that's just how like life turned out and it doesn't mean you're all alone you know it's like you know I know it's a season and I think that's the hardest thing to remember in a struggle right when Mm -hmm. my son broke his arm it was a hard eight weeks for me. Like it was, I called Cody many times crying and freaking out, but it was a season. And I thought I was never going to get through it. Like when you are in the trenches, there is no, even as a believer, like you tell yourself, you know, like, I know he's got me. I read my Bible. I reassure myself. I talk to him. I pray for peace and everything else. But when it's just like, you know, my son broke his arm, then he went into surgery, then we had a stint, and then we had this, and then we had that. And I was like, Lord, like, why am I not catching a break? You know, like, mm-hmm. um, my therapist actually told me through the rough time that I'm going through, I talked to my therapist and she said, you know, take this week of, you know, Thanksgiving and think about like, Lord, what are you trying to show me? Like mm-hmm. change your perspective and be like, instead of why me be like, like, like why but- me? Like, why me cursed? Yeah, like, why me? Like, what do you want sure. me to do with it? Like, how do you want to turn this um, into something for you? Or how are you using me through this trial yeah. to, you know, be a better example of, you know, Christ or help somebody or, you know, like, change your, like, your perspective, right? Into kind yeah. of being things like, how are you going to use me in it? And I was like, oh, don't like, don't, what is it? What is it? Um, like, logic. working on me <laughs> yeah. right there. Oh, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you're just, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. I just want, you know, sometimes it's easy to fall back on wallowing. It's easy to, you know, I love how you said that. Why me? Because perception is everything you could say. Why me? In the sense of like, why me, God, why me? Or like, why me, God? Like, why, what, where am I going? What's coming for me? Why do I need to go through this? So you can either wallow or you can be curious and, and, and understand that we do serve a loving God. Who's never going to put you in a situation just out of like punishment or just like picking on you or being mean to you. 
there's a reason that you're going through something. And so sometimes you are put in situations and in the moment it feels like, oh, this sucks. Like say like you get orders to somewhere and you're like, I don't want to go there. I hate it. It's going to, it's, I'm going to, I don't want to leave my tribe. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go. But then you get there and, you know, maybe not right off the bat. It's not this like um, revelation, but maybe a year later and you're like, oh my God, like, I love it here. I'm so happy I came. And sometimes in those moments, you don't remember like how much you were discouraged from making that move. And then a year or two later have come like pass by and you look back and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like in my moment of uncomfortableness, in my moment of uncertainty, in my moment of hatefulness, maybe. I mean, there have been times where I have been very disappointed with God. I've been very, I I came to my faith later in life. So whereas some people are, um, they don't question, right. They don't question the Lord. It's just very much. So like, this is, this is how it is. I, because I came to my faith much later in life, I had more of those critical thinking skills. And so I will say, I don't think critical thinking and Christianity do mesh well together, especially as an adult. I feel like I have such a unique relationship with the Lord now. And I'll find my myself subconsciously saying like, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And I, I, and I'll hear myself like, Oh, like I, I am. And it, and I think that sometimes God reminding you in those moments where, yeah, this is really hard and you're going through a really hard time, but the Holy spirit is just kind of whispering to you. Like, I'm so blessed. Like, it's just like chanting in your ear. This sucks. Well, I mean, I'm so you're blessed. Like, human, right? like you can't, yeah. You are human. And I think when people say like, I'm a Christian, like people have this, this impression that like God just tells you what to do. And it's not yeah. like, he's not sure he's guiding you and showing you, but you have the choice, you know, like obviously God's not going to want you to like kill somebody. But if you make that choice, you made that choice, you know, yeah. like he's not putting a wall up there or anything, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's, I think you can use critical thinking, you know, like, but I think you also have to view it from like, not a negative, like an unbiased standpoint, right? Like yeah. why would it be put in this? Mm-hmm. What is the pros? What is the cons? How did it work out? What is the, you know, end result and things like that. And kind of see it from all perspective, not just be like, you know, God was going to use him, you know, Paul mm-hmm. was Saul and killer and everything else. And God yeah. was going to use him. That's why he murdered all those people. God was going to use them. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. And so I think you have to use that but our human nature it's just so very hard to remember to be thankful right you have the holy spirit telling you you are blessed like look what you have and i tell myself i start every morning with prayer and i swear i have adhd so like i'll be talking to the lord and i'll be like (laughs) divert and i come back and i'm like lord i'm sorry sorry Sorry, yeah i know but i said this and it got me off track and so I try to start every day with like thankfulness, like not do this for me, not do that for me. Like thankfulness, like, thank you for a roof over my head. Thank you for the health of my children. Thank you for this. And thank you for the things that we take for granted every single day, you know, because those are big blessings. There's so many sick little babies, you know, that it break my heart if my kids would go through that. And so when you're going through those times though, it's very, very hard to be like, thank you Lord for what I have. Thank you Lord for what I have. Thank you what is going right in my life. Not like, Oh my God, look what's going wrong. And I and think even that's thanking him for the wrong stuff though, too. Right. Like as we go into the, this week of Thanksgiving, where everybody's talking about what they're grateful for and stuff, mm-hmm. we're not naive to the fact that there are people that are not very grateful right now. There are people that are going through hard times. There's people 
that are having family struggles, financial struggles, all kinds of things. The pressure for parents is on right now. I mean, we have Thanksgiving, we have, you know, Christmas coming up. We have all of these pressures on top of us. And I don't know if anybody else has looked around, but our country is not doing great. So being a parent right now, um, is really hard. And so it's really easy to watch other people's stories and start to feel that ungratefulness or, um, Mm -hmm. Whatever you're going through, it's a week. The highlight reel. Yeah. And it's like, we're watching families gather. And for me, Thanksgiving is always kind of my loneliest holiday. I don't mind Christmas because I'm always usually with my kids and with my husband and it's geared towards them. But I feel like Thanksgiving is kind of an adult's holiday. And I always have like the best memories of like hanging out with my friends at Bragg and like cooking and drinking and hanging out. We had so much fun, even just like going home with my family and stuff last thing or Thanksgiving before last we went home and we like sang karaoke and like we had so much fun and the last two years have been a little like last year we couldn't get together because I was sick and so that was hard it 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 is the most isolating holiday for me and I this year again my husband's gonna be working and all it kind of is just like what's the point right like I don't want to cook for my kids I know they're gonna eat a roll in the mashed potatoes and call it a day and so it's not a huge heartbreak, but for me, it's a little bit of a heartbreak knowing like I'm not, it's not what I'm used to and finding the motivation to want to keep the tradition going and whatnot. How do you pull yourself out of those slumps? We know that when we talk, not everybody's going through the same level of emotion. Some people are probably like me where it's like, I'm away from home and it's bittersweet and I miss home and I'm going to have a pity party and I'm not going to do it. There's other people who are going through things more drastic where it's like, yeah, our family is, you know, doing Thanksgiving separate this year because X, Y, and Z, whatever the case may be, heartache falls on us all differently. Mm -hmm. But I do think that we're called to come to the Lord this week with a heart full of Thanksgiving, whether you cannot find the light at the end of the tunnel or whether you are beaming with that light. Um, It's definitely a week of reflection. And so I hope that if you're listening to this on Monday and maybe even Thursday night, we change your perception a little bit to be like, yeah, I'm going through something really hard and something really, really heavy, but I'm going to find a way to ask God to walk with me through this. I'm going to find a way to lift my spirits and at least enjoy the holiday season this year. This is not going to be a year where I wallow and, you know, say I'm not doing it. I'm too sad. Why is God doing this to me? I hope that the Holy spirit finds you and says, come on, get up. We got to, we got to thaw that Turkey out. (laughs) We got, we got stuff to cook. Let's go girl. Because, you know, I know Felicia and I present ourselves as like these like beautiful, happy all the time people, Get out of my head. Get out of my head. Go take over. (laughs) No, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I know we sit here and say like these things, but y'all, we have our own issues. We have our own struggles. We have our own heartaches and heartbreaks and our life is not perfect. And we've always tried to be very, very open and honest here and let you know, like we're in this season too. Like Mm -hmm. whether it's you're spending Thanksgiving alone or you're, you know, you didn't get to go where you wanted or you're sick and you don't even want to cook a turkey because nobody can eat it. And your whole family has COVID. I don't know what it is. (laughs) You know, you're missing the football game, whatever has you down. Like it's a season of thankfulness. It's something, especially if you're a parent, like teach your children. I'm going to cry now. (laughs) 
it's so hard. It's so, and maybe I have more passion for it as a mom because it's like, I want to teach my children, you know, like I've seen that thing where you write on the pumpkin, what you're thankful for. And I, I love that, you know, and, um, you know, we say a prayer every time we eat dinner. So we say a prayer over Thanksgiving. And I think it's a little different because, you know, our dinners are, my kid will literally like, thanks for our food. Amen. You know, and I'm like, can we, can we get a little more detail on there? It's like, let's <laughs> safe. Don't let us get in trouble. Amen. You know, and whereas Thanksgiving, you know, you're kind of like, thank you for this. Thank you for that. And these are the things that we should be thankful for every single day, not on just Thanksgiving. And I think that's why it's really important for you to find your own relationship with the Lord. So maybe this is not about being thankful for you, but it's conviction to build a better relationship with him because there's no way I would survive some of the things that I have gone through without him because he has been, you know, my best friends across the country. And so it's not like I can just show up to her door and cry on her shoulder. <laughs> we'll just cry awkwardly to you guys. <laughs> if you're in the coffee pot, you're like, oh God, they're crying again. They're going to cry again. You know, like your eyes start to water and that's what we do. We do it best. And I think that's really hard for the season. You know, it's like, it's that reminder that like you have a lot of things to be thankful for. And, you know, maybe that is your relationship with Lord, the Lord. I was, I grew up in church. Um, you know, religion was very forced on me. Um, and I think it made me cause, I know some people it can better for me. I think it caused a step back, um, until I was able to find my own relationship with the Lord and find what I enjoy, learn the Bible for myself, have like, you know, talks with him. And I have anxiety guys, like so bad, especially when like my life is like, why am I being thankful for right now? Like what is thankful for? Mm -hmm. Um, and without him, like I, I wouldn't have peace. I would be a, an anxious mess all of the time. Um, you know, and I have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for peace. And that's something to be thankful for, like that I have a relationship enough with him um, that I can ask these things. You know, I saw this meme and it said, don't hold up the prayer line asking for a man. Like he, she was like, I got other things to ask for. You know, you're like, oh, like, I love that. As you were saying that, I was thinking too, that like some of us feel convicted too, because it's like, oh, I don't have like this just second nature, like relationship with God. But I think if we mm -hmm. remind ourselves, just like, like you said, like I lay in bed and sometimes I'm just like, God, I, I like, I can't even formulate my prayer. Like, just please listen to my, my heart. I know, you know, it best, but mm -hmm. I think sometimes we, we know, or maybe we don't know, but I think God knows we're going to have our moments where we're just, where we question him and where we say like, I'm not thankful for this right now. And I think I, if I use my imagination, I can see God just being like, like a parent, like, I, I know you don't like, because, mm -hmm. but why am I going through this? Because I said so. Why? What? Like, I don't want to do this. Okay. Well, you know what? This is what we're doing. And so I think sometimes if you shift your mindset where he's not like the, like he is the almighty high powerful, but like, I don't think God has that attitude. Right. I think he's kind yeah. of just very much so like, well, we're going through this because you need to go through it. Like, I think God is like the gentle parenting, you know, like you see that parent that's like, that we aspire to be, you know what I mean? He's like, 
we cannot have fruit snacks at 7 a.m. because it has red dye 40 in it and you will go berserk. And that's why we're not doing it. And we really think that in our mind is God's like, because I have been said so, that's why you can't have any. And like, really what he is, is that gentle parent that we all aspire to be where it's like, mm, I know you want that blessing right now, but we're not ready for that blessing right now. So we're going to go and we're going to repeat this season again until you understand what I'm telling you. And Y'all I'm telling, I can tell you from experience that God will put you through the same lesson until you understand it. And I have gone through it with my own family members, like from with my dad, for example, there was this time where it just clicked. Right. So I would go through that cycle with him over and over and over where he would say, sorry, we would have okay relationship. He would break my heart again. He would say mean things. We would fight. We wouldn't talk and we would do this hamster wheel. Right. And then finally, in July of 2021, I'm telling you, when God talks to you, people say like, I don't know what it's like. You'll know. Like when I always hear people say like, you'll know, like, I'm like, no, I won't know. You'll know. And so mm-hmm. I just had this connection. I was like, call your dad. And I was like, Lord, is that you? Cause I don't want to do this. I don't want to call him. And he's like, call your dad. And I was like, okay. Like, what are we saying? He's like, just call your dad. Okay. I call him. And I said to him, I need to know why that's all. Like, it was like, God like took over. I need to know why. And he wouldn't take accountability. But from that moment, I felt Mm -hmm. free. I felt free. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore with you. I can't do it with you anymore. And so I felt like I could have had that moment years and years and years ago. If I would have just listened, if I would have just said. Yeah. I think there's like a lot of, right. Like you can't misstep as a Christian. You can't misinterpret something, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true because I think like you're trying to do your absolute best to understand what God's showing you, right? And there's plenty of times he's like, Lord, what is it? I don't, don't," you know, like when you're looking at- Felicia asked for a sign recently, like three different times and God gave her those signs. And I was like, Felicia, (laughs) he's showing you right now. She's like, I just don't think that's it. And I'm like, that's the sign. I was like, maybe I'm misinterpreting it. I think of it like- you know parenting like you look at your kid's picture and they're like it's a dog and I'm like it is a purple mm. spot and they're like it's a dog don't you see its eyes it's I'm ears. like mm, absolutely <laughs> you know and so it's like you, this is what you do you're like is this sign? is it a sign is it a sign maybe I'm reading too much into this I'm anxious and ADHD mm-hmm. then you're like oh there's a sign and be like well I'm gonna go this way and try this so I don't think there's this like that you can't misstep but I think it's really important to be like I think it's different when you misstep just because you're like F you. I don't want to know what you say. I don't care to know what you say. I know what the Bible says. I know better. Yeah. I think and being kind of like, okay, Lord, show me. Okay. This is kind of what I took from it. I'm going to go this direction. And I pray that you guide me and show me that it's the right thing to do. And that's kind of the series that I went through. And that's why she's making fun of me for three steps. (laughs) Because I was going, I was just like, I need a little bit more of a push. I need a little bit more of a sign. Like, please show me what I'm supposed to do. You know, I don't want to make the wrong mistake or the wrong thing. And so you kind of go through those. And I think people who picture Christians and be like, you did what? Like, I thought you were a Christian. It was like, I am. And I'm still, and I'm strong in my faith. And I believe exactly. I know what I believe. I know who Christ is and I'm still human. And I'm, I still missed up, but I kind of go back to the Lord and like, okay, maybe, maybe I took that wrong. Can you kind of show me again? Can you have some grace with me? You know, like when Peter was a Peter who walked on the water and he looked away from the Lord and started sinking. Sinking, And like, I mean, it's like a man of faith, right? Mm-hmm. It starts to sink and then he looks up and like Christ is like, dude, I got you. Like, why are you freaking out? And I would have been like, do you see me walking on the water right now? Like, that's why I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
I think it's important to remember those things, you know, like there's so many stories in the Bible that maybe if you're struggling with something with your, your faith or anxiety or um, things like that, that you can go to those stories and actually look at them. I know in my devotion, I have the Bible app and I do my devotions every morning and you can actually go and find different things. So I finished a series on motherhood and it was like verses and, you know, characters are stories from the Bible that based on motherhood and anxiety, they have some for anxiety, they have some for marriage and, you know, loss and so many things. So I recommend if you have that, you can go, it's a 10 yeah. minute little de- devotional, but it can be really encouraging to you in whatever season you are in to kind of remind you like, Hey, you do have things to look for. Yeah. You do have something to be thankful for. You know, yeah. my therapist told me, what do you live for? And I was like, well, obviously my kids, maybe my friends, they'd be a little sad if I wasn't here. And she was like, you know, okay, you got anything else? And I was like, mm, not really. <laughs> I go, mm. And she was like, what about yourself? Like, don't you live for yourself? Like to have joy and enjoy life and wake up and be like, wow, thank you, Lord. Like, I'm excited. I get to live another day. I get to tell people about Jesus. I get to be a mom to my kids. I get to, you know, I get to talk to my best friend again another day. And it could be something just so small. And I was like, why call me out like that? <laughs> like, I can't handle that much pressure. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know uh, Brady Boyd from New Life Church, he, he really changed my perception of God, but also like how I start each day, even when I am not, I have been prone to depression since I was like 14 years old. And there are times, this is like a really vulnerable moment, but like, don't I'm, cry. I've never, okay. Well, I've never had like, like I've, okay. I've never like wanted to not be here anymore, but I've always had a nagging voice in my head that was just like, like, what if we weren't like, what if we weren't here anymore? Like, what if we did? Like, what if we, and I'm not going to go into it, but you, if you know, you know, and if you've had that Mm -hmm. voice, you know, and sometimes that can get scary because it's so second nature to just hear that voice in my head where it's like, you wake up and you can feel that shift in your body and you're like, oh, we're here again. Oh, okay. We're back here. And that voice is now being replaced by the Holy Spirit's voice that used to tell me every day. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Now it's like, what if like, what if like you just like drove off the side of this, the the highway right now? <laughs> like, You know what I mean? That's not a fun voice to be replaced <laughs> with, but it happens. But Brady Boyd says he starts every morning with come Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, that's powerful because by doing so, The first thing I do when I open my eyes come Holy spirit, because like I'm asking the armor of God to be put on me because none of us are ever going to walk through every single day where we're happy. There are going to be moments where, you know, whatever demons that walk beside you too, are like, Hey, we're here today. It's not the Holy spirit. It's us. It's your childhood trauma. It's your, you know, marital problems. It's your financial struggle. It's your, did you know that you're a shitty mom? You know, it's like that stuff that's, sticks with you more than, you know, mm-hmm. the Holy spirit does. And then you have to ask them like, come, come Holy spirit. Let's do this. Let's get, let's get the day going. And so as you go into this week, I hope you know that I, I hate when people say, Oh, I'm praying for you. Oh, I hate that. I hate when people, Oh, I'm praying for you. The Lord will give the toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. I hate it. I hate it right. so much. So I hope My Thanksgiving prayer for all of you that are listening to coffee is that when God breaks your heart, you remember to stay thankful and you just, you don't take it out on him. You don't take that anger out on him. Go take it out on your therapist. Um, Oh, you know what? I talk about that. I think that's a good point that we should talk about too, because I think 
when you're going through a season of heartbreak, it is easy to turn into a bitter person. It is easy, y'all. You have every reason in the human handbook to be mean and ugly and spiteful and all of these things. And I think you will be. I can be a really mean person, y'all. Like, really mean. (laughs) (laughs) But it's you, you know, you pray and you ask the Lord and you're like, help me, help me. I don't want to be that. I don't want, I want to help me to be a light. Yeah in my darkest times to somebody else, like use me in some way, some form of fashion. If I can't see it now, somebody else does use me in some way to encourage a heart to, you know, strengthen the marriage to, you know, a mom or whatever it is. And that's what we do here at coffee. You know, like we always, we're just trying to encourage you. And my devotional said, you know, God is with you in your darkest season is with you in your darkest season when you feel so alone nobody knows what it's like in your head in your heart Mm -hmm. when you're going through a tough time somebody might be like oh that's not hard but for you it's world ending heart crushing you know end of times type thing and the only person who's really going to see into your heart and know how you feel is him Mm -hmm. like I love Cody but she doesn't know what I feel right she doesn't see it you know I'm the one who deals with it every day and the only person who's going to bring me peace when I wake up in the morning like Lord please don't make me be an anxious mess today you know that yeah. inside out though oh that yeah they're, they're, gonna, they're having a <laughs> second movie and he's gonna be anxiety yeah the anxiety that little thing is me like wired I told Cody today I don't think my brain is working anymore <laughs> like, see you're I, like the anxiety and I'm the blue one that's like hmm don't Don't touch it's like don't touch those memories don't touch those memories (laughs) Uh, I think it's just the hardest thing but as a believer I think people there's a little bit more on your shoulders I think people are watching you people are watching coffee they are you can sit there and say oh you're not that people are watching and they're they're waiting to see for failure they're waiting for your mistakes they're waiting to see how your world is crumbling and how you're going to take others with you and I at the end of the day, I don't want that. I want them to be like, wow, <laughs> she's a good person. I told my niece the other day, every single reason, but that's not who we're going to be. That's not who you are. You're a kind, loving, like I know you, the real you. And, you know, your behavior <laughs> is not reflective of who you are. Yeah. So you're going through those hard times. Remember, like this, it's a hard time. It's not who I am. It's not, yeah. I'm not a hard person. It's a hard time. Um, a country singer, you'll remember his name, said it the other day um, during the awards or whatever, that the windshield is bigger than the review. Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll. Thank you. And I was like, how crazy is that? Because when you're coming out of that season, like, look how small it looks in your review mirror. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, I was stressing over that. I was yeah. like bitter and angry over that and like looking through your windshield like look at the world of opportunities that the lord has presented you so remember to just be thankful be thankful that it's going to end up in the review mirror one of these days yeah and i think the perfect verse to end off of it was actually today we're recording this and this was my verse of the day and i don't think we could ever end this if you've ever noticed and we just like cut off the episodes at the end to see as we're like, I don't know how to end that. And so we just like, we're like, we're going to just stop it now and and whatnot. But today we're going to end it in a proper fashion and leave you with one. We hope you have 
an amazing Thanksgiving, whether it's with your family, whether it's with your friends, whether it's just you and your kiddos. Um, I am going to be making food and eating it at my husband's work. We're so. putting out the mojo that the Cowboys are going to win today for Thanksgiving. All right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool to see. I will say I grew up watching Cowboys football with my family. And so that would be cool. But so if your heart is broken right now, if you were walking through this season of Thanksgiving, finding it hard to give thanks and, and whatnot, just know that Psalms 147 and three says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So your heart won't be broken forever. Mm -hmm. Those wounds are going to scab over and heal. And one day, and we're not saying it naively, one day you will look back and you will be like, I'm so happy that I made it through that season. And I'm so happy that I still gave thanks and I still praise the Lord during it because, you know, guys, if you really think about it, if you don't do those things during those seasons, then the enemy wins and I'm not going to be a fucking loser to the devil. So, <laughs> you know, um, there's a coffee quote for you there, but if you think about it like that, if you need some critical thinking skills in with this, do not be a loser to the devil, praise the Lord, you know, go dance in the rain, go, go do what you have to do. But Enter this week and this holiday season and next year and the year after that, reminding yourself that you will praise through the storm and that, you know, he does not, you know, break anybody's heart out of malice. It's always a lesson. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.